Welcome to today's podcast on Love Lighthouse. The podcast is available on all stations. I'm so thankful for this. And it's just such a great blessing indeed that it is thoroughly available on so many different places. Thanks be to God and thanks to all of you for joining all across the world. Now let's get started with today's liturgy. And with any thoughts and words that might come up is important for today. This is for Thursday, the 2nd of December. First reading is from Isaiah 26 verses 1 to 6. Open the gates, let the upright nation come in. That day this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city to guard us. He has set wall and rampart about us. Open the gates, let the upright nation come in. She, the faithful one, whose mind is steadfast, who keeps the peace because she trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is the everlasting rock. He has brought low those who lived high up in the steep citadel. He brings it down, brings it down to the ground, flings it down in the dust. The feet of the lowly, the footsteps of the poor, trample on it. In the name of Jesus, let anyone who has tried to persecute Christians and who still tries to continue to do that, God, it is your will that they be cast asunder and cut off. Let that be so. And let only the righteous, those truly of God, that mean well and mean good and have good intent, good will, come in. Only those come in. In the name of Jesus, the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. The responsorial psalm is from Psalm 117, 118 in brackets we've got here. So there'll be parts of both um, verse 1, 8 to 9, 19 to 21 and 25 to 27. Blessed in the name of the Lord is he who comes. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his love has no end. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in men. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Blessed in the name of the Lord is he who comes. Open to me the gates of holiness. I will enter and give thanks. This is the Lord's own gate where the just may enter. I will thank you for you have answered and you are my saviour. Blessed in the name of the Lord is he who comes. O Lord, grant us salvation. O Lord, grant success. Blessed in the name of the Lord is he who comes. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord God is our light. Blessed in the name of the Lord is he who comes. Alleluia, alleluia. Shout with a loud voice, joyful messenger to Jerusalem. Here is the Lord God coming with power. Alleluia. This is so important. It's not just blessed in the name of the Lord. We see that that has been turned around somewhat, but it's 
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Not every single one is going to be blessed in the name of the Lord. Only those who come in the name of the Lord, in other words, who are called by the Lord, and let it be so in the name of Jesus, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. And the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, 24 to 27. The wise man built his house on a rock. Jesus said to his disciples, It is not those who say to me, Lord, Lord, who will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the person who does the will of my Father in heaven. Therefore, everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a sensible man who built his house on rock. Rain came down, floods rose, gales blew and hurled themselves against that house and it did not fall. It was founded on rock. But everyone who listens to these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a stupid man who built his house on sand. Rain came down, floods rose, gales blew and struck that house and it fell. And what a fall it had. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is a great message as well at the very end of this about building a house, a home. Yes, it's something physical like that. It's about each of us being able to do that. But it's also really importantly about people in a union being able to do that. For example, a marriage, two people being brought together in that way. And how, you know, St Paul really states, like, do not be yoked with unbelievers. And this is in many different cases. It is, you know, um, in business partnerships and in investments and in, oh, pretty much anything and everything really, projects... Um, friendships as well as marital spousal unions everything and anything like it's so vitally important not to be yoked with unbelievers because it's just going to make the journey really so much more successful and better for any kind of projects, any kind of friendships, anything like that, for all involved. And really, only those of God deserve to have and to be um, able to experience that type of success. In other words, you don't want anyone latching or clinging on that's actually of the devil and that's trying to be a part of your success or your life. It's just not good or desirable or appropriate in any way, shape or form. It's just so vitally um, important to remember this, to bear this in mind in every situation as much as is possible. Sometimes we want to be there, we want to uh, look after certain family members, maybe 
like um I mean I know I have to do that I have a situation where I'm helping out and looking after my mum for my father's will and as a result of a lot of nonsense that she's had to put up with albeit she's going to have certain situations that are going to be difficult or more interesting shall we say because of the level or lack thereof of faith and so it's one of these situations like you know you have to kind of like think okay this is the father's will yes how much faith faith does she have right okay let's have a look at this let's really kind of take everything into account but when it starts to get to other situations for example which are very serious and ones which have serious consequences such as a marital spousal union that is something that we need to be extremely careful with with regards to how people come together. I've spoken extensively on this and I think it's important to do that. I've been speaking with members of the clergy in even, you know, the absolute church with the Latin version of the church. And they believe too that it's happened because of the different level of um, of church in that the less traditional then the more likely they believe that sometimes unions have formed and I believe that that's one part true but not entirely but they believe that unions have been allowed to get to the altar that aren't valid and that if they were to be more serious and devoted to the faith then that would be less likely to happen like it's less likely to occur in their surroundings and in their environment and that is true to a large extent I would admit probably but there's also the fact that and well for certain in certain ways but there's also the fact that you know Mary and Joseph were not robotic and they did not marry the way in terms of the sacrament that's available through the church. They <clears throat> gave their vows to God. Um, just the same as all the saints, um, well, the apostles of the saints did back in that time. So it's like a vow to God and a covenant, covenant between them and God and then others. But it wasn't ceremonial in terms of <clears throat> theirs. Um, but again, it's vitally important to understand that there's a huge gap and a huge difference between the likes of Mary and Joseph and someone or a couple who are not in God at all coming together. So a huge, big difference. And again, that would be why the church would bring about some sort of form of committed sacrament um, to... to... to um, to have and to enter into so that there could be I suppose steps and stages to make sure that you know women were being protected and potential future children would be being protected as well and that things would be entered into for sure in a way that is godly. So we can see the reasons for these things um, 
but in any case, vitally important that each of them link Mary and Joseph in any case. Thanks be to God for Joseph and Mary and Christ. But really, as we are drawing to a close again um, with the year of Joseph, I urge you to pray as well. If you're entering into or thinking or wanting to enter into a kind of like committed marital spousal relationship, I'd encourage you to pray to St. Joseph to help you in this final last few days. In these final last few days, I should say, of this year of St. Joseph for sure. And I believe that will truly help. Building a house upon the rock. Who else but the Holy Family did such a great job of this? Their rock was God, their sure solid foundation. No one has done this better than Jesus Christ himself and the Holy Family. So let's focus on them. I'm looking at my picture, my piece of artwork based in the Holy Family right now as I say this. And that is the reason why people have images based on the Holy Family to remind them and to draw them back into this, even although it must be first in the spirit. Again, thankfully, we have grace for things like this too. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen.